Today on the Colin and Smear podcast, we're bringing you the show from the road. Well, actually, we're not on the road right now, but we were last week. We recorded this podcast on our way to the Grand Canyon to help out with the jump. In case you missed it, last week, Will Smith bungee jumped out of a helicopter over the Grand Canyon, all because of our friends at Yes Theory. And we released a video about it on our YouTube channel. Make sure to check that out. It'll explain a lot about what the jump was. This conversation you're about to hear was recorded really late at night on the road. So it's probably one of our most vulnerable podcasts to date. It's just a raw and honest conversation Colin and I had about fame and the lifestyle it brings in the modern age. We talk about some of the success we've had with our new show, The Breakdown, and how that's affected us. We also talked about some thoughts and expectations going into the jump. All this before we'd experienced what turned out to be the coolest three days of our lives. Lastly, we want to say sorry for missing last week's upload. Our schedule got a little messed up because of the lack of Wi-Fi in the Grand Canyon, but we're back on schedule now that we're back in town. All right, with that, I'll leave you in the car with us driving in Phoenix, Arizona. Welcome to the Colin and Samir podcast. Today, or tonight, we are on the road from Phoenix, Arizona to Flagstaff, Arizona. This is a very unique version of our podcast, which I think I say every time we record, and that's just because we oftentimes play around and experiment with this, but tonight it's particularly unique because Colin and I just met up and we are in a car driving through Arizona tonight. It's 12.03 a.m. and we are driving a rental car, like Samir said, from the Phoenix airport to Flagstaff. I flew out from Los Angeles this morning. Samir flew out from Austin. We met at the airport. This morning, Colin, you flew out two hours ago. Oh, man. Yeah, okay. Time uh, is all over the place. It's all over the place. It's been a hectic couple of weeks for us, um, just from a scheduling perspective, like taking on a new show, uh, with the breakdown, but still retaining some other responsibilities. It's uh, it's a lot on our plate right now, uh, as well as, you know, other personal responsibilities. And uh, in addition to all this, we are headed up to the Grand Canyon for something that I think is a very interesting, exciting event in YouTube history. Um, and I think online entertainment history, too. Yeah, I would say online entertainment. So our friends yes theory challenged will smith to heli bungee out of a helicopter so this is where you literally bungee jump out of a helicopter will smith responded to their video about it saying that he wanted to do it over the grand canyon for his 50th birthday and now that's what's happening it's going to happen live on tuesday uh, on youtube and yes theory invited us to come out so yeah, it's it's a really amazing opportunity for us to come and, and be a part of something that we feel is really historic. Uh, be with some of our, our close friends during a time where they're going through something that I think is uh, so incredible. Like these guys have built such an amazing community on YouTube. They've they've earned every single subscriber that, that they've gotten. I mean, even the video they put out today was insane. Uh, they're in a helicopter flying upside down, doing like front flips and back flips, like yeah. in the helicopter. Like the helicopter is doing the, the back flips. They never cease to amaze me. Um, every video is incredible, but I think what's historic about Will Smith jumping out of this helicopter on Tuesday is that he is a traditional media celebrity 
uh, who's gone down the traditional routes. He's been in the media business for years. He's turning 50. You know, Yes Theory, Samir and I were just talking before we started this podcast. In the last year, Samir, they've gone up like millions of subscribers. They've, they've yeah, built almost, this following on YouTube. Almost two million. I mean, this year they crossed the million subscriber mark, and this year they will also cross the three million subscriber mark. So in a short amount of time, they, they've built up this global presence where they are able to challenge Will Smith, uh, you know, a traditional media celebrity, to do something like this, to jump out of a helicopter, uh, to bungee jump out of a helicopter. And, you know, they are at a level where they can interact on the same level, really. And you have Will Smith, who shows up in movies and a huge movie star, um, meeting now, yes, theory, a, a YouTube-built type of celebrity. So the event is called The Jump, um, which you can search on, on Will's channel. Also, one other question. If any, is anyone out there wondering how Colin is recording if he's driving? <laughs> um, yeah. I let mean, me explain. So, uh, you know, we've done this before. This is not our first time recording in the car. But last time we did this, I was driving and Colin held the mic. And whenever I wanted to talk, Colin just put the mic over towards me. But tonight, Colin has one hand on the wheel and one hand on a microphone. But I'm prepared to grip the yeah. wheel with two if I need to. Yes. I know my mom is going to be listening. Don't worry. I'm ready to grip the wheel if I need to. It's a, it's a, it's a straight road through the desert to Flagstaff, Arizona. So basically, our schedule looks like this. We're, uh, we're driving right now. We should arrive in Flagstaff around 1 a.m. And uh, we have a 5 a.m. wake up. So we'll get a quick nap in before we wake up, have a, uh, have a quick sleep and, and just go over and, and, and check out the Grand Canyon and check out the site for where this is all going down and, and be a part of the production and do some filming. And it's, it's, it's really something that, that we're looking forward to. Yeah. And you guys can follow along on, on our channel, probably a little bit on our Instagrams, depending on what we decide to share while we're here. Okay, so what we wanted to talk about in this podcast, um, two things. One, our new show, The Breakdown, which we've talked about quite a bit on the podcast um, as, of, as of recent. And if you've been following on YouTube, we've been consistent with every Sunday. Um, it's picking up some steam. It's actually now that the two episodes we've released in the past two weeks have actually been, are now part of the top five videos we've ever made mm -hmm. um, with organic viewership. And it's, it's, uh, it's pretty amazing that we've launched something new and, and it's catching so much steam. At the same time, I think there's been some uh, conversations that Colin and I have had about our channel starting to grow and our content starting to pick up um, that has led us to talk a lot about the concept of fame. Now, by no means am I saying that, that Colin and I are famous, but as you're starting to see a path of you know hundreds of thousands of views coming in and, and people commenting about you and and about your content whether positively or negatively um it, the thought crosses your mind and it's actually a conversation i had with the guys at yes theory and the reason i asked them this is because this year they've, they've crossed millions and millions of subscribers um they're about to be a part of this big production with will smith so you know from a global perspective that they, they're very well-known creators and I think this podcast, you know, I wanted to take the opportunity to talk a lot about fame and what fame means today. So, I, I, you know, one, one place to start with this is Colin and I were talking a lot about the concept that in today's world, fame does not equal what it used to. It's, it's not the same thing. It's, it's a lot, 
it's not easy to become famous or well-known or popular, but the access points are actually there for everyone. Yeah, I mean, the market for fame today is actually saturated. If you look back, the distribution channels to become famous in the 60s, if you look at like radio and, and television and movies, there were only a certain amount of people that could actually go through those channels. And because there were fewer people commanding the entire audience, fame usually did result in like wealth back then. Um, but now, I mean, like you can become some type of famous within a couple weeks, depending on if like you post the right Instagram, you know, like something crazy. You always see on Ellen, like, who were those kids who did that? Damn like, Daniel. Damn Daniel. Yeah. yeah. They like they back did, at it again with the white shoes. These two kids who just like started filming things on Snapchat and then put a compilation on YouTube and all of a sudden they're on Ellen like a month later. So there's just there are so many different ways to actually obtain fame now that fame doesn't warrant or doesn't come with um, wealth wealth right yeah. away. You have to be you have to be smart about how you how you decide to turn it into wealth if, if it's even a possibility. Yeah. And I think I'm, I'm not even sure like the I think the term fame or famous has, has kind of shifted over the past couple of years um, and maybe maybe 10, 20 years because like what famous used to mean, I think today is has turned into a little bit more of like a platform. It just means you have a platform. If you grow up to a million followers on Instagram, it means you have a platform. Now, you know, like, whereas when we first started in social media and, and working on YouTube, like viewership was really important and subscribership was really important. Today, when you have conversations with brands or with networks or, or whatever it is, everyone's talking about engagement. Everyone's talking about how are you taking that fame or that platform and actually having a conversation with your audience. So it's all kind of evolving. But, you know, what Colin was just saying, what we realized is that there's no point. I think a lot of people think that on YouTube, when you hit a million subscribers or two million subscribers, like automatically you're rich. You know, automatically you have hit some level of wealth or your lifestyle is amazing or you're just killing it. But uh, it's just it's just not yeah. exactly the case. Granted, we're not at those numbers. But as an example, during the Emmys, uh, Samir and I were driving around downtown Los Angeles and we hit a lot of traffic coming from the Emmys and we get redirected uh, by some police to turn around and as we're talking to the police about where we need to go because of all this Emmys traffic this young guy comes up and he and he's standing outside the window and he, he clearly seems excited to talk to us so we roll down the window um, and he's excited he's like oh Colin and Samir what's going on and it was pretty interesting to get recognized like that. And the first thing he says is, are you guys going to the Emmys? And it was like, no, like, by no means are we at a point where we're going to the Emmys. Right. That would be cool. But no, yeah, we're, we're not going to the Emmys. Like, we're, we're trying to figure this all out. Yeah, I think it also brings up the, um, the concept that recently we, we've been getting recognized more. And that's been an interesting mm -hmm. process just to think about. Do you, are you interested in living your your life uh, in that way? Like, and, and that's a decision you make when you put yourself on YouTube, is or or on any camera that you could be walking down the street at any point 
doing your own thing. And, and there could be someone who's like, hey, I watch your videos and, and expect to have a conversation with you and expect you to, uh, you know, reciprocate. Yeah, uh, it's definitely interesting. I feel like if you're making a lot more money, that's like a trade off that is probably fine. I guess, but yeah, it does change things. Like if you really were to extrapolate yeah. that down the road, like if you're at a coffee shop, do you really want people coming up to you all yeah, the time? I'm, I don't know. I'm not a hundred percent positive that for me that correlates to, to like dollars or like money. But I do think that it's an, it's an interesting trade off because you are trading in your privacy. Um, when you decide to put yourself on camera, like that's actually the immediate trade in. You put yourself on camera, you've already traded in your privacy. Like you've already done it. And that decision to me is, is become more fascinating because I don't think you realize that as much today when you're on YouTube, because again, you could get a hundred thousand views, go about your day and never get recognized ever by anyone around you or have anyone come up to you or, or watch your videos. Um, just because the market for YouTube is so massive, like the global audience is massive. But if you do that on a consistent basis, if you put out videos, even if they have 10, 5,000 views on a consistent basis, the likelihood that you're going to be in, a, in some sort of situation where someone's going to recognize you is pretty high. And um, when you're focused on putting out videos, all you're seeing is the numbers. They don't actually feel like, like people. Yeah, I, I think for me, like these past three weeks of doing the breakdown have, have been... Uh, pretty taxing we've been doing a lot of other stuff as well but it's been pretty long hours and it one of my biggest fears i think with what we're doing is that all of this energy we're putting forth potentially doesn't get us and and myself somewhere that that i want to be and it's made me think a lot about how i'm spending my time lately and am i do i want to put all this energy to make potentially, you know, two, three million people entertained on a weekly basis. Do I want to keep doing that if it takes away from my ability to give energy to like my family, to the two to three people who are truly, really important to me and part of like my small community? You know, I've found lately that like I've had some conversations with my family where I feel like I'm not giving it my all and it's not translating and I'm having a tough time explaining what I'm doing and like that to me is, is what I've been thinking a lot about lately is like putting the energy, putting the energy forth for these things um, and having it like not necessarily like feedback to my personal life, like my immediate community and surrounding. Yeah. Yeah. And it's probably much, it's, it's got to be different for you, obviously, because you're across the country from your family. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but not, not to say like, I, you know, I get to see my family on a, on a very regular basis, but I, uh, can relate to that. I think about it a lot about the future, like whatever you do, you're attracting more of that. Mm -hmm. And I think we, again, we've found a cool flow and we both really enjoy doing the show. It's not like, it's so fun. It's like yeah, one it's of the awesome. most fun things to do is to have an idea put it together, edit it, like, you know, get, get the video together. And then like, like when we press publish, like the day that happens, it's so fun. Don't get me wrong. Like I've always wanted lots of people to see my work and our work. Like even in the very early days of working together, when we would put something out and it would get 
2,000 views, I would just be thinking to myself, this could have a massive audience. Like a million people could watch this. And so I do still want that. I want to make things for a massive audience. It's, it's a large, uh, it's just a, a big desire for me to make sure that like, as we continue on in our careers, I want to entertain more and more people. I want to create work that gets in front of millions of people. Yeah. It's still an elusive uh, million view video. Well, I guess technically we've made one with Dude Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, there's like an elusive video, at least uh, in, in this new chapter is like, all right, are we going to make one that's that really uh, like attracts a, a mass audience? Mm-hmm. But, you know, one thing that I've been almost more excited about recently, you know, the breakdown I'm very excited about because we had we had the idea, we had the intention and then it like it worked. Like it was like, all right, I think if we put a name around it, put a brand around it, it'll be easier to talk about it and it'll be have have more uh, viewership because it's more shareable. And it's it's you know, the topics are we think the topics are, are smart and good. And um, these are the, the conversations we're having authentically. So, you know, all that stuff is very exciting. But at the same time, the vlogs that we've been putting out have been super fun. And mm-hmm. for me, I think that's like a really cool thing that we have this distribution platform just this like this window uh into our lives for other people which is fascinating to me i agree in in some ways the the 10,000 people who watched one of our vlogs last week feels uh better or something i feel i don't know there's like more of a connection there to the 10,000 people who watched that video just of how we spent our 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 day yeah yeah, and I think like once you get into the at least for me, once you get into the hundreds of thousands of people, it's hard for me to actually wrap my mind around it. Like it's actually it's very challenging for me to wrap my mind around it. And if I actually think about ten thousand people, that's even hard for me to wrap my mind around. Yeah, like, ten thousand people are watching me just go about my day. That's that's a crazy concept. You also realize that with YouTube as a platform, it, it can be really out of your control. And I think we've realized this with the breakdown when we've picked the right topics, we've had the right title, thumbnail, we've made a video that will get circulated by YouTube. It, at some points, it's just like, it can gain 60, 70,000 views overnight. Well, I mean, point, case in point, um, the video we made, the episode two of the breakdown, which was about Apple and, and Apple's keynotes, last between last night and tonight has gained 60,000 views. And we put that out a week ago. So that's seven days later, one random day, just boom, picks up an additional 60,000 views. So that was surprising. Uh, yeah, I, and know, it's, it's interesting because, you know, we make these videos in a week's time and there are mistakes every time we put them out. But then you think, man, how many people are going to witness this mistake? Even though, like, just maybe, like, a small, like, fact we got wrong. Sure. But it just makes you think when it gains 60,000 views overnight, how much more is this going to go? Like, is this going to get to a million? And, like, here I am saying something that was wrong? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's it's interesting because you're building a library. Like, our content... It's all when you're uploading to YouTube. It's very different from television because you just have a library of content that can always be watched. Um, people can search it at any point. Anyone can can search it. 
Um, and, th and that's a really interesting thing. But I think the experience you had with the uh, video about India, yeah, uh, I thought that was really interesting. How there were, you felt like you, you could have portrayed India oh, yeah, in yeah, a yeah. better way. The PewDiePie a, video. Yeah, yeah our, our first episode of The Breakdown, I mean, again, like I didn't know what to expect in that episode and not to say this is an excuse, but like I wrote in a line in the script just without fact checking. And I just was like, oh, I'll say this. This is interesting about my experience with Bollywood and just kind of what I remembered. So what I said was like Bollywood movies tend to be three hours long and, and uh, can include up to 20 songs. So that was my experience that, that, and that was Bollywood like 15 to 20 years ago. Um, but the reality is that was like 15 to 20 years ago and India has come a long way and there's a lot of different movie industries in India and I think a lot of people in India um, who are watching that video and continue to watch that video feel really upset that someone who's on YouTube uh, as an Indian as an Indian American is portraying India in a way that's like not giving respect to the rest of the film industry there and now think about this that 50% of the viewership on that video came from India. Right. So over 100,000 people from India right. <laughs> watched that video. Yeah, that, okay, when you put it like that, that's like really insane to think about. Again, these numbers, like the reason why we're talking about this on this podcast is just, it's, it's, uh, it's kind of crazy when you really sink in and think about some of these numbers. And then when you start to see the physical embodiment of it through people, you know, a couple people coming up to you and just saying, Hey man, I really love your videos. Uh, that's a, that's a crazy feeling. It, it really is. It's really something I, it's indescribable. It's, uh, it's a and wild it's, thing to think that you and I like put our heads down and, and make a video and then it's different now too. I mean, we're definitely used to being public figures, you know, in the lacrosse space, we go to lacrosse events and we have for the last five years and and we know at these events that like this is the community that we were talking to um and still do and that like we know that when we go to these events people will recognize us but now you don't know where this stuff happens it happens at coffee shops it happens when we're sitting in traffic yeah. it's just fascinating because it really comes out of the blue and you don't expect it well yeah here, here here's where what really got my mind thinking about it is you know we we've been working really long hours and i, I haven't been spending very much time with with my girlfriend, uh, Katie. And when Katie and I went out uh, two, two weeks ago on a Saturday night, just went out to an event, uh, one, of, one of our friend's events. And to my complete surprise, there was people at the event who were fans of uh, Colin and Samir, of, of the YouTube channel and of the content. And that was really cool. It was awesome to connect with people and, and hear their thoughts on what we're doing. But it was actually more than I expected and took a lot of more time um, because I also wanted to engage in that conversation. Um, it's not like I don't want to engage in that conversation. I, yeah. I want to sit and talk to you about that. If, if you come up to us and you say, hey, uh, I love your content. I want to learn more about who you are. It's, it's and fascinating. And yeah, I love talking to anyone who watches That's, our stuff. That to me is like amazing. I love sitting down and talking to people who are uh, curious about, about what we do. But it took, you know, it took time away from what I was doing with Katie that night, um, just hanging out with her and, and spending quality time with her, which I didn't really get to do during the week because I was working a lot. And that's what spun me to think a lot about this and to think, um, all right, so if, if all goes according to plan, 
then this thing actually gets big enough to become a commercial reality and a financial reality Mm -hmm. that we make YouTube videos for a living. And we're on camera for a long time uh, and, and for a lot of that. And that's when you start to realize that this thing could get a lot bigger. You know, you, you multiply this by however many of to, to make this uh, commercially viable. And then you realize, like, that's not a random occurrence anymore. Uh, that, that's potentially a more regular occurrence. And, it, and you sacrifice then the time that you get to spend with, with other people, like you were mentioning, or the quality time that you can give to other people, mm-hmm. uh, which, you know, at the end of the day, every year that goes by, you realize that's the most important thing. And the value of the product becomes you and I being there or being in things in video, mm-hmm. which means we're actively participating in something. And it's what we like to do. But as you get older, you also want to try and find ways to generate income uh, passively, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Of course. And uh, I don't think we figured that out yet. Well, but- yeah, here, here's the thing. It- if you're going to decide to do this, if you're going to go for this and, and be on camera on YouTube or creating content on YouTube and you're trying to figure out how am I going to make money doing this or how am I going to financially support myself, there's two ways about it. One, you're going to make content that might not, you're going to make content that doesn't require you. That's not dependent on you being in it um, or on camera. Maybe that's animated content. Maybe that's video essay content. Uh, maybe that's something that just like a brand that doesn't require you honest trailers. Maybe it's something like that. Like yeah. parody things that a team could take yeah. over. Exactly. Or you're going to make content with yourself in it. And what that means uh, now with, with two of those things, right? If you're making content with yourself, it means that you're, you're building a brand off of your personality. And if you're doing that, that means that a video with you, the value of that has to get really high so that you only have to make a couple of them and you make, a comfortable, uh, you know, living off of doing that. Or the other way, if you make content that's not dependent on you, then you scale a team and you play the quantity game and you can make a lot more of it because it doesn't require just you to be in it. There's kind of two ways to go about this. But if you're doing it with just you, then you have to assume that you're going to invest so much time and become so valuable that one video with you in it is worth enough to help you make a living. And it's interesting to be talking about these types of things and, and, you know, the main reason we're talking about them is because we are planning, we're building a business here. We're not just building like a random YouTube channel. It's become the core of, of, you know, what we're hoping our business really turns into, or at least like becomes a big part of it. So you have to plan how we're going to use it the most in the most efficient sort of way right yeah and the one thing i want to make really clear and i don't know how long we are into this podcast is that i am i'm extraordinarily grateful for everything that has happened to us on youtube and for everybody who has watched on youtube and for everybody who has supported us on youtube like that to me is incredible and if if you see us at any point and you watch our videos or you listen to our podcast and you feel inclined to come up to us and say hello um that is awesome we we, we're not getting recognized left and right yeah this is this is not a common occurrence but we're just talking about the fact that it's it's just starting to happen Um, but i do want to just acknowledge that like right now is a really crazy time um because i think we've we've 
felt more validated and had more acknowledgement than, than we've had at least in the past two years, but definitely since starting Colin and Samir. Um, right now is, is the most interesting time for that. I mean, it's also a crazy time because it's 1230 in the morning and we're driving from Phoenix to Flagstaff to go watch Will Smith bungee jump out of a helicopter. Yeah, listen, I mean, that's uh, that's also crazy. You're right, Colin. But I don't, yeah, I don't, I'm not positive that's going to be the craziest thing that happens this year. <laughs> um, we've been we've been also fortunate enough to have a lot of these crazy opportunities. So we are we are now 30 minutes away from the hotel. Thank God. Can't, right? Yeah. Oh man, I can't Tired. wait to lay down. We get get that nap in before we leave. It's kind of fun but, to podcast like this, though. Like. Yeah, it, it actually makes the time go by really fast, which is nice. Um, but we're, we're going to record as much as we can over the next couple of the days and, and, and figure out how we can bring you guys through this experience the, in the best way possible, which which might be through maybe some more podcasts um, that we do during this week or at least some audio recording that we do and then put together um, something at the end of it. Um, definitely going to be filming a lot and figuring out how and, and, and what we're going to put up on the channel. Uh, and then we're trying to figure out and sort out if we're going to be able to do a breakdown this week because we don't get back to L.A. until... Um, Wednesday night, Wednesday which night. is typically when we shoot the breakdown. So, you know, making a weekly show, A, it's been amazing for consistency on the channel. It's been amazing amazing for audience engagement. Like, the audience has been engaging with the show a lot more. It's, it's fun because people on Twitter talk about it or look forward to it. Like, there's a lot of really uh, amazing benefits of doing a weekly show. The challenge is making a weekly show that's this taxing, that's this hard to make uh, that requires this much research and and this much uh, editing at the same time while doing other things that support us from a business perspective. So those are the those are the pros and cons of the weekly show right now. So thank you for uh, being yeah. here and listening to the podcast because this is kind of the the place where we get to really work through a lot of these things and just give you a lot of the behind the scenes of, of what's happening in our lives. What do you think? is going through the the heads of the guys uh yes theory like just going into this experience you know we talk a lot about having an idea and watching it come to life or making it come to life like what a crazy idea to say hey will smith uh we challenge you to jump out of a helicopter and bungee jump out of it you know it's interesting i think Probably in the short term right now, it doesn't seem that crazy because they do so many crazy things. Every time I watch their channel, I, I can't believe what they've done. And we, we see them a decent amount and they never bring up the things that they've done that like if I had done some of those things, I immediately would bring it up when I stepped in the room. Like, hey, guys, I was in a helicopter that did a barrel roll yesterday. Like I would have to bring that up. Yeah. So I, I think in the short term, they're used to these types of things happening. Granted, this is one of the big is the biggest event that they are taking part in here. I imagine when they look back at what's happened in the last year, in the last two years, it all seems it's hard to even just contextualize. Mm -hmm. I mean, how do you even begin to understand, you know, what it's like to meet strangers, move to Venice, California, grow a YouTube channel of like what 2.5 million subscribers and then be bungee jumping out of a helicopter with Will Smith I mean when you really look at where it's come from I imagine it's pretty overwhelming yeah I think one thing that's uh, that's really cool is that we get to be here with them during this process I'm, I'm really excited to be 
with the guys, with, with Matt, Thomas, Amar, Zach, Gracie, like the whole crew, Andreas from, from Yes Theory and who's going to be a part of this production crew this week because it's just this amazing experience of young, creative talent um, achieving something really great. Mm-hmm. You know, like, we, we, yes, this is amazing that Will Smith is doing this for his 50th birthday, but it's far more impressive to me that, like, the guys from Yes Theory have built such a big platform that this event makes sense. Yeah, completely. You know, like, that's that's pretty amazing that, that they've done something by themselves, uh, you know, that, that this event makes sense. That's that's incredible. And um, like Colin said, like, they they do all this insane stuff, but they don't typically bring it up. And I think a lot of that says a lot about who they are um you know typically matt thomas amar whoever i'm talking to they'll ask me about me a lot and and ask us about our channel and talk to us about our channel before they'll talk about what's going on with them and Mm -hmm. their channel Um, and i think it just shows you what what kind of guys they are they they truly do care about um the people around them and and uh it's just it's just going to be an amazing week to be with them all right, we're 30 miles to Flagstaff. 30 miles to Flagstaff. Uh, we appreciate you listening to us on this late-night episode of the Colin and Samir podcast, whenever you're listening to this. Um, and check in on our Twitter and our Instagram. We are hanging out uh, in the Grand Canyon this week. Also, if you have any uh, recommendations in Flagstaff, Arizona, any coffee shops or anything like that, uh, we'll be here for the next couple of days always give us feedback on anything we do whether that be the breakdown on youtube any of our youtube videos uh anything we're doing here on the podcast we'd love to hear your feedback ideas anything like that you can email us colin and samir at gmail.com make sure to subscribe to this podcast rate and review it and we will talk to you the next time we make a podcast which could be this week (laughs) could be uh next monday That's it this week for the Colin and Samir podcast. We hope you enjoyed getting some more insight into our world and some thoughts about how we've been feeling recently. Please let us know what you think about the show. Do you like it when we have guests on? Do you like it when it's just Colin and I? What type of topics would you like to hear? Make sure you tweet at us, email us your feedback, and don't forget to rate and review the podcast. It really helps people find the show. All right, thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week with another episode of the Colin and Samir podcast.